You might as well be dreaming, but I'll get by with, with a little bit of you. Alcohol, tobacco, caffeine, ephedrine, and orange juice. Welcome back to Please Stop the Podcast. Hello, Liz. Hello, David. We are here on episode question mark. Neither I think we're, yeah, we are out. at question mark territory. Yeah. I'm going to say six or maybe eight. I don't know. <laughs> right in. <laughs> right in and tell us <laughs> yeah. how many episodes there are. What have you been doing? What's going on? It's been, I think we took, we essentially took a week off accidentally. Yeah. Sort well, of. you know, I've been, I've been taking the please stop private jet all over the place. You know, I was, I was just in St. Louis. I'm heading to Memphis uh, this weekend, you know, spreading the word uh, to new listeners, really building our brand in these locations. Um, but I do, I, I do want to know, you know, as I'm, as I'm planning to fly out of the Kansas city airport, um, you know, should I be concerned about this? I, I, I believe there's some, there's, there's some shenanigans afoot. There's some doings of transpiring. Yeah, I read this thing in the Star about a about some scandal. Yes, um, I had a I had a blockbuster story in the Star this week. You should read it at KansasCity.com. I actually just finished doing a TV hit about this, and I'm, I'm very tired of talking and thinking about it. But uh, you know, kind of the gist is that I. Uh, what's the word we want to use here? Uncovered. That sounds like a TV. Uh, that sounds like a TV <laughs> phrase. But I basically secret documents in a parking garage. Yeah, I obtained some documents indicating there was a sixty-two million dollar um, award given to Burns McDonald, which is one of the companies that was trying to build the airport and lost out, and they lost that contract, according to a, an arbitration panel who ruled on this uh, private case. Uh, because an attorney hired by the city um, kind of was undermining them behind the scenes. Um, and so that's, I think, you know, that's the gist. If you're interested in that, you can go read the story. Well, there was also a connection to Please Stop's favorite home cook, uh, Quentin Lucas, as I recall. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we can we can tie that in. Um, I actually did interview him for the story, um, but did not ask him about best practices for uh, casseroles that are uh, filled with mushroom soup. I assume that was part of the bribe. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing the last few days. That was part of the reason for this delayed uh, broadcast. But what uh, I want to get into, so you, so, so you went to St. Louis. Tell me about St. Louis. I, so uh, word on the street, or should I say the rumor has it, that uh, St. Louis is not whack anymore, and it's in fact kind of cool. Which I, I which would be in, really amazing to me, um, but I, I find it hard to believe. But I, I'm curious what your what your uh, recent sojourn there was like. Yeah, no, I was there mostly just to go to restaurants and bars, which is what I usually do when I travel anywhere. And uh, I'm going to say this on the Please Stop podcast because I think our ten listeners uh, will will not find me out in the streets and uh, attack me. But I think they have a better restaurant scene than Kansas City right now. So wow, fire, coming in, coming fire, in take. Hot take. Damn. Um, I went to uh, well, well. Let me tell you about some high points and low points. I went to a place called Bull Rush, which is uh, it does like Ozarks cuisine from the 1800s. So they don't so serve anything that you could not find in the Ozarks at that time. That's so obnoxious. That is yeah, just despicable. It's, um, very forage. Ate, ate a bunch of acorn broth. <laughs> Hard tack. 
Yeah, absolutely. It was actually the meal was not that great. Um, and the thing that annoyed me most about it was that, and this is a thing that I've seen other restaurants do. Every course came out with a little card with a QR code on it, and so you had to scan the QR code with your phone. And then it would pull up a YouTube video of the chef explaining the dish, even though the chef was right there. He could have just explained the dish to the 20 people that were gathered around this counter. It was just everyone watching YouTube videos of this guy on their phone before every course. It was um, very off-putting. It's sort of like a Juicero type of situation where there's, you know, there, there's no, do you remember the Juicero? Or, no, I don't know Juicero. I'm trying to remember the details now, but it was, it was like a tech product for like making orange juice that like had like a digital, um, you know, quality to, you know, it's like, it's like a, they're, they're disrupting orange juice making, but really it's just like <laughs> a, a extremely complicated version that just doesn't need any of these, um, you know, web connected uh, aspects but um it's also interesting that they're using qr codes at the 1800s only uh restaurant right yeah a little bit anachronistic there i think i just am not really into like I, it's not to say like i like knowing the history and context of the things that i'm eating but i would like to have like a personal connection to someone <laughs> explaining that to me as opposed to like please read this essay um, that the dramaturg for this restaurant wrote before you got here. Um, please, I, I, please complete this homework assignment in between courses. <laughs> right. Um, but then I, you know, I, I do actually have a sincere recommendation for St. Louis, though, which will not show up on any of your best restaurants in town lists, which is um, the Iowa Buffet, which is incidentally also how I am now referring to my private parts. Um, <laughs> Uh, just an incredible dive bar um, <laughs> with like 10 bar seats in there, uh, flat top burgers, windows that are absolutely like opaque with grease, which is the, the best possible way. Um, and when I walked in um, at, I think, 11 a.m. on a Monday, there were four people there uh, dressed all in black who asked me if I was there for the funeral. <laughs> so <laughs> sincere recommendation, Iowa Buffet, St. Louis, uh, give it a go. Uh, that and sound... also the Iowa Buffet here in Kansas City. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now open. Uh, <laughs> no, no open. <laughs> Under new management. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, that kind of sounds like, have you ever been to Matt's in Minneapolis? Matt's Bar? Yes, I love Matt's Bar. That, it did have that same kind of vibe. Home of the Juicy Lucy. Yeah. Also kind of a vaguely sexual... Uh, uh, a name um i suppose matt's bar was the place where um I, I they have a menu item named after a man who was sitting at the stool next to me which i thought was great um not matt no not matt it was marv um but the, it's like a special juicy lucy but he was sitting right next to me the legend and uh well i got to witness them going off hook while i was there which is the the waitress just shouting we're going off hook and then taking both phones off the hook because they didn't want to take lunch orders anymore oh off hook i like that yeah yeah uh okay well so so and you're going to memphis soon when are you going to memphis what uh, this for? this weekend um also just to well to eat and drink but also um to stay in the bass pro pyramid hotel which has been a long-standing dream of mine so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that, and we'll report back on the next uh, episode. Yeah, I'll be curious. So, um, 
Yeah, because the, the Peabody is is the famous hotel there, right? That's the one where there's like ducks or geese or yeah, something. Yeah, they do like a, that. a duck march, and the duck march is just uh, f- four ducks come out of an elevator mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then just run to a fountain. Uh, and then there's people in like cravats or and like holding canes that I guess do some ceremony with them. I have not witnessed this personally, but. Uh, sounds a little boring. I feel like I maybe have seen it. I went to Memphis once. Yeah, I was seeing widespread panic there in 2001. Ooh, okay, yeah. David's uh, David's tastes, dropping that in. Uh, might cut that out. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I was trying to really avoid, I mean, I've been planning these trips conspicuously to avoid uh, restaurant week it is really the plan, just to make sure I was not in town for either weekend of that. Uh, of that Wait. Uh, Wait, so is restaurant week still going on? No, it was it ended last weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um so you, you missed all of restaurant week? I missed all of restaurant week. I am, you know, the Ebenezer Scrooge of restaurant week and have been for years. Um it is it is my least favorite time to go out. Um and then second place might be Valentine's Day. But yeah, not not a fan. Did you uh, did you go out for restaurant week this year, uh, David? To the extent that I, I really only I, I think on Friday I was um, starving and I went to Blue Sushi by myself and sat at the bar and I was just going to get like, you know, a couple big Kirans and some rolls. But it was restaurant week. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll do this. And it was not bad. You could, you know, got some miso soup. So well, yeah, what I got, I got miso soup. I got this thing there called the cherry bomb, which is which is so good. So it's tu- so the cherry bomb is tuna on top of rice tempura, and it's got these kind of spicy serrano sriracha sauces on it that you I, I keep the dish and uh, and 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 dunk my roll in it afterward. So it's okay. just like a. But anyway, so I got a couple rolls, and then they they had a I was so they had a roll like chocolate dessert that I took to go. Um, so you it had was, like a five course solo meal at the Blue Sushi. I had a five sushi. course solo meal at Blue Sushi, and I believe it cost uh, $65. Okay. Well, which, whatever, I was in a treat yourself type of mood. Buoyed uh, by your uh, soon to be television appearance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> David is uh, still wearing his TV apparel right now. The cravat looks nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it smelled it smelled crazy over here. Let me tell you something. <laughs> um, so that was really my only experience. I I too am not a, a huge restaurant week fan. Uh, uh, you and they were, and I'll tell you, they were they seemed pretty burnt out over at Blue Sushi on Friday night. That it was not a good not a good scene there. Although they were trying their best, so it was fine. But I, I was feeling for them, feeling for the staff. Uh. I feel like that same night I saw on Instagram that you were in Weston, Missouri. I was. I went to Weston, Missouri to visit um, a restaurant called Noah's Cupboard, um, which has like four tables in it. That's not an exaggeration. It has four two tops in this restaurant and just a, a dude cooking in the same room with you on like, a, you know, one of those little induction ranges. Um, and it was great uh very small wine list so like the drinks is the drink situation is not fabulous but the food is really good and interesting and uh so if you're looking for a nice place to go in weston i recommend noah's cupboard i had some some beef tongue i had some beef heart all of the romantic parts of the cow were consumed 
and uh, avoided supporting the Greater Kansas City Restaurant Association, which uh, is always a boon. Yeah, uh, that sounds like some David shit. I'm gonna have to try that. That that's 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 my shit. Driving up an hour away, maybe. Yeah, no, it's like it's like 45 minutes. It's not bad at all. Uh, is it on a is it on a like main street up there or is it? Oh yeah, you're in like the heart of Weston, so you can. Okay. You know, you can go to all of the other two businesses in Weston that are open after 7 p.m. While you're right. Um, well, that's you... so. Oh, sorry, sorry. But but tell us tell us the name of that uh, restaurant again. Noah's Cupboard. All right, I don't love that name, but but it does sound does sound like a good place. Well, and before we move on from uh, Restaurant Week, I did just want to dig into a little history that I suspect will become relevant later in the podcast. So listeners might know that the the Greater Kansas City Restaurant Association, which puts on Restaurant Week every year, was actually the organization that spawned the National Restaurant Association, which mm. is the uh, the industry group that lobbies against paid sick leave and, and the tip minimum wage. But when it was first founded, it was called the Kansas City Restaurant Men's Association. And one of its core activities was organizing an egg boycott in response to a huge price spike in eggs. So they had all of these ads that came out that said, help bust the egg trust. And that was uh, how they built. Uh, they built on that momentum to form this restaurant association. <laughs> well, I mean. Echoes, uh, echoes of the past. Obviously. <laughs> What is yeah? What's the uh? What is past is prologue or what's what's the uh? What's the um? F. Scott Fitzgerald, you know, b- boats against the current, uh, born back, born ceaselessly born back ceaseless- into the past. Yes, um, I think we. I mean, that's just uh, you know, can't devise a more perfect uh, segue transition into, um, uh, you know, and and I actually don't have uh, you know, sorry to disappoint our listeners, but I don't actually have a inflation nation item this week i just kind of wanted to riff a little bit on well i guess i really wanted to you know do a victory lap because because we've been kind of here at please stop we and and really just me uh have have been sounding the alarm on on inflation on inflation since you know we started this podcast one of the reasons we started this podcast at a time when no one was talking about nobody it. was talking about it and now it really seems to have broken through to the public consciousness via memes uh, and other pop cultural um, messages in the last uh, couple weeks here um, and the reason is because the price of eggs have have gone crazy have you seen the have you seen the egg memes Liz. Well, I've seen a couple of them, and and I think we should um, temporarily rename this segment um, Inflection, uh, Negation, <laughs> like one of those Eggers cartoons from the Sunday Funnies. And if anyone remembers those, let me know, because I, I feel like a crazy person. I talked to David about this recently, and he didn't know about Eggers. So, yeah, Inflection, Negation. Uh, c- please continue. Yes. What, what are the memes that stick out to you? Well, I mean, it's just sort of you're seeing these. Um, kind of TikToks, and I, I mean, I'm seeing the TikTok on Instagram or Twitter or something. I don't, I don't really. You're not I a talker. I don't really talk, but um, you know, guys, kind of like in the trap, you know, put putting eggs into plastic baggies like drug dealers, <laughs> and they had one of these guys on. <laughs> what? Well, they had one of these guys on Tucker Carlson. Did you see the Tucker Carlson thing? Well, you know, you know, I'm a nightly Tucker Carlson watcher, but I, I missed that one. David. It went kind of. <laughs> that'd be funny if i was a a loyal tucker uh viewer but uh 
it went sort of viral um because tucker sort of did this segment about how um well he, he interviewed one of these egg guys uh and it was just a you know this is big weirdo eggman as an if egg, you will. his name was the egg hustler <laughs> and uh and tucker started tucker goes on this jag about like uh how the Dem- democrats and the government want you to do thc because uh it makes you you know compliant and passive and they don't want you to you know use nicotine like um because i guess i guess the hook was sort of like that um uh the you know they're trying to ban e-cigs flavors and various stuff and so he's like you know nicotine the quote was nicotine <laughs> freeze your mind <laughs> <laughs> which is uh which is also what we believe here well yeah i mean i don't necessarily agree with that but it is cool it is true that nicotine is cooler than thc uh, that is that is that is my opinion but anyway, so it was part of this whole segment about, you know, I mean, he, he just kind of loops everything into a big stew. Um, uh, but, but anyway, so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to. Uh, oh, actually, and I did listen to a podcast about why eggs are so expensive and it made sense. It was partially inflation, I think partially has to do with like avian flu and um and maybe like the holiday season as well, just like low supply prices up, boring stuff. But anyway, I, I did. I guess I do sort of have a um, wait. The holiday season. A lot of people out here having, uh, you know, Christmas eggs. I, I think it's the baking. Oh, the ba- okay. The extra right. baking that happens during the holiday season. Um, but I did. I was at Target. Uh, over the weekend and i did notice like the high-end eggs like the the you know the nice ones uh 12 or 7.99 the the oofs if you will yeah i mean just <laughs> the, the best they had at target 79 a dozen but i'm told they're going down that's those are cauliflower head prices yeah no that's kidding. wild yeah. um but i can say that like a year ago eggs at i i bought you know i'm an egg boy so i'm eating eggs every day and so i buy bulk at costco they were um i think they were 7.99 for 60 and now they're like uh 11.99 for 60 but i actually haven't been back for a while because uh, i have an egg hookup my dad is is friends with a guy who has a farm and so he's he's been uh he's been hooking me up the past few months with some farm fresh brown baddies so <laughs> you have to go over there at night and like he always makes you watch an episode of something with him before he goes <laughs> to the eggs <laughs> my sister actually last night after dinner i had to walk across the park so like i bring so what i do is i will bring the i save the old egg cartons because they're uh to, to give to my dad and he gives them back to this guy and fills them back up with eggs and gives them to me because i think egg cartons are, are scary you know he doesn't you know he doesn't have a egg paper supplier or whatever well, you just gotta be good for the uh, egg environment of course <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely um but yeah there was a video last night of me looking like a a drug dealer in a parking lot taking a big bag a big sack of eggs <laughs> just a sack of loose eggs. <laughs> maybe half of them get home um no are you really buying 60 eggs at a time at the Costa? oh yeah oh yeah Oh, is yeah. this like is this like some Gaston shit? Like you're guzzling like a quart container full of twelve raw eggs so that mm. you can become scary. 
<laughs> no, but I, that's not doesn't seem out of the the range of possibilities. I I just I'm eating two eggs a day. I eat two eggs every day for breakfast, and so you know why why not just buy in bulk like that? I don't think they go. You know, so that's I'm buying one of those things once a month. I don't think eggs go bad after a month. I think they're pretty. Yeah, I mean, thirty I, days. That's probably fine. Whatever. Um, and, and I've been doing it for years, and I haven't really noticed it. So I don't. I see no reason to to stop now. But yeah, I'm 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 buying those bulk eggs. I mean, honestly, when I was buying, I I'm loath to say this, but when I was buying sixty count egg eggs at Costco, and it was six ninety nine or seven ninety nine, I was just like. This almost does seem too cheap somehow. I mean, this is getting me a, a meal every single day um, for probably like 20 cents or whatever, or 40 yeah. cents. Um, David is very close to discovering industrial agriculture. <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, be grateful for the times we had with cheap eggs uh, because I think even though that the prices are, are kind of stabilizing. They're stabilizing at a higher level, I think is what's going to happen. So bye-bye, uh, uh, $7 for 60 eggs. They're no longer inexpensive. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, would, would you uh, like to hear a dad joke uh, uh, coming yes. off of all of those puns? Oh, yeah, you don't, you don't, you're not counting those egg puns as the dad joke of the week? Oh, no, no, no. Those, that, those are just a warm-up. Those are, oh. those are uncle jokes. Um, all right. All right. So uh, I have a I have like kind of a new uh, talent that I wanted to talk to you about. I think you're going to be pretty impressed. So um, I don't know if you know this, David, but uh, I can cut through wood just by looking at it. You can cut through wood just by looking at it. How yeah. do you do that? Well, yeah, I, I mean, look, I didn't believe it at first either, but I saw it with my own eyes. You know that one? I feel like I almost could have anticipated if I if I really thought about it. Yeah, yeah, you could have stolen um, that punchline out from under me. But uh, uh, you know, you're you're a good co-host, which is why you didn't. I'm kind of a setup man. Um, all right, well, that's uh, the, our two least favorite uh, segments of the show, <laughs> or our our <laughs> listeners' two least favorite segments of the show are now behind us. And uh, do we have, do you want to get to anything else before we get into Bob's in motion? Well, I think we I think we should keep on moving right into Bob's. That's right. Uh, don't stop. Can't stop. Please stop. Uh, so Bob's emotion. Do you want to? This is this was you've been you've been there before. I feel like maybe you should introduce this place. Yeah. So um, I I have been wanting to go here for a while. This is a spot on Troost. Um, you know, a little bit further south from Rockhurst, and I've been fascinated with this for a long time since I was um, at UMKC many years ago because. Uh, they have a big sign out front that says 30 plus, like you must be 30 years old to enter this bar, which was all, always kind of fascinating. I kind of assumed maybe it's to keep, you know, the college riffraff out, kind of keep keep the crowd down on the weekends. Um, so, you know, when I turned 30, uh, which, you know, was a few years ago, I uh, entered this establishment and uh, it was kind of a vibe. Um there were this was the first place where I saw a woman literally reach over the counter and grab the bartender's hand and make her pour more UV blue into a cup <laughs> for her because she thought the pour was too scant. Um, 
There this didn't dancing. happen. This didn't happen when I was when we were there. This is a different time. No, this was this was my first visit. Okay. Uh, there was that, and then there was a gentleman with a sack of of beers, not unlike the one that you brought to my house on New Year's Eve, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that he had clearly brought into Bob's, and uh, everyone was aware. The bouncer was aware, and as long as he kind of kept kept the beers in the sack, no one seemed to really mind. So I, I appreciated I appreciated that kind of uh, yeah that kind of flexibility. Hmm. Yeah, so we cool. we went on a on a was it a Tuesday? Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. What was your first impression of this? Well, I was frisked on the way in, uh, which I don't care about that. You know, um, I'd which- I've been I've been wondering about Bob's for a long time. I, I'm kind of surprised I'd never gone there. Um, uh, it's cool, you know, like it's got a good. Um, you know, we didn't really get to soak up the action at the bar because it was too like the bar sitting at the bar because it was too crowded, really. Um, but you know, I, 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 it's an old, old space. There's like a, um, uh, it seemed like they were serving food, sort of. Yeah, they had a kitchen and they had like a, a chalkboard that said they had like fish that night. So I think they've got a fryer basket and something going on, but the menu was not super visible. Yeah, um, mostly black clientele. I think we Um, were the only white people in there, and that was true the last time I went also. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Um, Pretty friendly. Uh, Guy guy was playing pool, came over, asked us if we wanted to play the rest of his game. I think he'd like just broken it uh, and... uh, um, had to do something and so yeah you you and him had a real real bro moment and uh that guy was a that guy was an absolute gentleman and i we should say here that david won the pool game but it was surprisingly close which is still humiliating for him because i'm very bad at pool (laughs) yes i was humiliated and and actually scared of losing the game at one point um and so um glad to be able to glad that i don't have to say that i lost the game on this podcast uh, which is really all i care about um, you know, I don't have a ton, you know, there was sort of a, a DJ cage in the corner. <laughs> I don't know what you would, how you describe that. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. There is a dance floor here and I th- I think it does get a little bit, um, I think it gets some action on the weekends. Um, and I should also add, you got a pat down, but I did not upon entering despite wearing a large coat. So the, the news here is women, uh, pack heat for free at Bob's in motion. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you really want there. Yeah. Um ladies' night. Uh there were a few funny signs that I didn't write down, but like there was a sign that was like you know, kind of like our spot in Grandview the other week, uh, where the where the owner was, you know, putting up signs and signing them with with his own name. And this, of course, here it's Bob. Um, but you know, it's sort of like if you lean on the pool table. You're banned for two months, and if you throw one of the tables, you're banned for life. Signed, Bob. Uh, <laughs> it was a, yeah. There were some very specific instructions. Uh, there's a lot of behavior that can get you banned from Bob's in motion, so you got to behave yourself. Um, there was also a sign behind the bar that um, was in kind of like a rhyming couplets, maybe iambic pentameter, uh, and there were quotation marks around every line, which was "pay as." you go and you won't owe. And each of those lines was in quotation marks. So, so one must read it that way, I think. 
Yeah, that was cool. I like that. Um, I mean, you know, we had a we had a pop and had some pool, and that was pretty much it. I mean, I I, I say check out Bob's. You know, I mean, there's almost no bar that we're ever going to talk about where I'm like, don't go to that place. But I actually, uh, you know, I think I'd go back. I'd go back to Bob's. It was cool. Yeah, they were welcoming, you know, good good energy. I think the drinks were not that expensive. I think it was maybe $11 for um, a gin and soda, which they're, I'd asked for well gin and it that she poured me Tanqueray. So that, you know, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what did you have? You had some kind of beer, right? Kurs, Kurs Light. The Kurs, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, go to, you know, go to Earl's for dinner. It's just only a few blocks away. You can spend... $250 there and <laughs> then you can go to I like girls no 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 shade yeah. to girls um and then you can go you know just skip over to Bob's for your nightcap that's not a bad night uh that's it for today we'll be back probably next week you know we're trying to keep a tight schedule here well we did get a I did get a complaint from a listener today well partially a complaint Tristan wrote in and say is there some kind of like regular release schedule for please stop um shut up Tristan that you t- take what that we, we you take what we give you. <laughs> We're busy. We're professionals. You take what we give you and you're you're happy with it. Yes. You take our crumbs. But you know, if you would like to donate to our uh, Patreon, we have <laughs> <laughs> to our to our bar tab. Uh-huh. Um, and to keep those uh, suggestions for uh, wild and wonderful spots in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, and truly, we've been getting a lot, and so keep sending. We're one, we are grateful for those suggestions, and two, keep sending them in. We are we're we're seeing all of them. Um, and okay, well, until next time, bye bye. Please stop listening. Please stop listening now. now. Bye bye. I'm old and cold and tired and useless and toothless, but I'll get by with a little. Caffeine, ephedrine and orange